Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm your host Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist, and today, today let's talk about intelligence. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas is intended for the participation of responsible adults of legal drinking age who wish to engage in substantive virtual discussions and social drinking for entertainment purposes only. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas does not advocate the abuse of alcoholic beverages. Choosing to participate in any of the drinking activities shared in the program should be made with moderation and caution and is the sole responsibility of the user. So cousins, by intelligence I'm talking about, there was a meeting in April among the intelligence heads of the intelligence agencies of the United States to Congress. They hadn't had this meeting in the past two years because President Trump had some issues with the intelligence agencies and didn't want to have this sort of meeting. So it was coming out, but not necessarily being in a formal format as we perhaps like and perhaps should. And after I share with you some of my takeaways, which you can find for yourself, you might want to think it should be a regular thing. So it turns out that in this group, there was the National Director of Intelligence, a Ms. Haynes, the CIA Director, a William Burns, FBI Director, a Mr. Ray, the National Security Agency Director, a General Paul Nakasone, I believe that's correctly phrased, the Defense Intelligence Agency Director, Lieutenant Governor, Lieutenant General, excuse me, Scott Barrier. So think about the amount of brain power and the associated agencies that were in a room, and these are the people who collectively come in and make recommendations to Congress, letting them know of their intelligence gathering capabilities and what they've come up with in order to give those reports to the Congress. I believe it's structured, it's a, it's a combination of both the House of Representatives Intelligence Committees and the Senate Intelligence Committees, i.e. these are our representatives who are supposed to be keeping an eye on the ball for us in regards to all the things that are going on in the world. So out of that meeting, there came a couple takeaways. You can look at it yourself, you know, the event, the, a, um, a sterilized, if you will, redacted version is available online. And in fact, there was a recommendation going back to 2617 as well, in which they typically do these things all the time. And maybe some of you have heard conversations in the past in which talk about the intelligence briefing that, re that the president receives every day. President Trump didn't do that necessarily, to my understanding. But, but the president receives these intelligence briefings every day to be aware of the continuing drama and unfolding stories that occur around the world, right? Because nothing's stagnant. Everything's changing, everybody's moving, we're moving, and so is the rest of the world. So you ask me, so why I bring this up, cousins? Well, I think it's important because we are in a global world. We're also in global competition. So things that happen in our world, in our country in particular, they get around the world. So as quickly as we can find out something from Chicago to New York to San Francisco, it also is going to be around in Russia and in London and in China. You follow me on that, cousins? There isn't too much information that has to do particularly about regarding any country in regards to major activity that isn't around the world within a matter of minutes. So with that kind of a background and backdrop, some of the things that kind of came out I'd like to share with you. Take a look at them, and as you leave some comments in the uh, comment section of those items that were important to you, looking forward. 
but recognize that this competition we're in is across a lot of different areas and dimensions. You know, in one of the past columns I was talking about with you, that the United States is number one, well, not in everything, because we're having competition that's growing in nearly every category. So one of the takeaways is that Russia, as an organization, is not on our side, <laughs> okay? Anybody questions about that? In fact, they came back and said that Russia had assisted candidate Trump and President Trump in the 2016 and 20 elections because they preferred him versus other candidates. Now, cousins, if you have a foreign actor like Russia, who's not necessarily our friend, and who wants to continue to undermine our concepts of democracy, both here and around the world, and they support somebody, what does that tell you? One of the second takeaways, cousin, is that China, and this is a quote, is a near peer competitor challenging the United States in multiple arenas. Let me say that again. A near peer, like right here, competitor challenging the United States in multiple arenas. Now, I would like to submit to you, cousins, that you take a look at the Tokyo Olympics here coming up in a few months. And typically, the United States has done very well in those Olympics, but you watch, I would suggest, you watch the growth of China and its athletes and how they are now contending and being on par in many of the various activities and the games in the, in the Olympics in Tokyo. That's just one area in which China is starting to surge and be more participatory in all the areas around the globe. If you look at it from an economic standpoint, China has capabilities and they have nearly, to my understanding, you can check me on this, they've really cornered the market on rare earth metals, i.e. the things we need to have cell phones, <laughs> as an instance. They have, the, they have the, uh, the Silk Road Initiative, which I think is a beautiful strategic plan, and we'll talk about that in a future episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. So basically it says that these intelligence agencies are now saying that China's a near-peer competitor. And as I mentioned to you a few episodes ago, it has actually surpassed the United States in one of the economic determinants associated with one of the world economic uh, governing bodies. A formidable competitor. So cousins, if we want to continue to be in the position we expect, okay, how are we going to start to be stronger and in a more, in more competitive position going forward? One of the other aspects which I offer as being an exposure to us that came out of this report was also a discussion about domestic and, inter and internal terrorism in the United States from groups and lone actors. So think about it. These are our intelligence agencies who are now coming and saying that threats to the United States are internal. Not only are someone from bad ideas coming from somewhere else, but we have our own group of people in the United States who are creating bad ideas. You follow me on that? We have people who are starting to identify that they want to take things away. They want to have bad suggestions. They want to do bad things. I would submit to you one of those examples that was the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. Domestic terrorism, cousins. Now, so how do we start to fix these things? Well, one of the things we have to do is recognize that some of the information we're getting is also a Russian trolls, right? 
creating internet, creating internet-based information that's coming to us to try to what? Separate us. Now, you know, if you've been watching this program a couple of times, I'm into what's more important is bringing us together on those things that are important. And in this case, cousins, I'm suggesting and looking at the United States, we have to get ourselves together. I'm not taking a total nationalistic perspective. It's not United States or nothing else because I would like for us to be strong enough to be a world leader through our example, through our capabilities, and through the things we do positively in the world so the rest of the world would want to follow us. And therefore, we'd have more allies, more capabilities, looking at a better way to take care of our entire organization, i.e. our planet. You with me, cousins? That's where I'm coming from. But we have to start at home. So if we don't have things together here in the United States, how are we going to be able to be an example for anybody else as the one how to do it or why our strategies and our approaches are better than the rest of the world's? Think about that with me, cousins. I want us to be the best, right? Too often we've had examples here recently when we're really not showing our best sides, right? Am I lying to you here, cousins? Think about what you're seeing on TV. Think about the various, all the activities that are occurring, the court cases, the shootings, all those kind of things, cousins. We gotta be concerned about that. You wanna talk about having immigration and people coming to the country are gonna be contributors? Well, let's think about that. If you, if all of a sudden all you're seeing from the United States is people being shot, which by the way, we are number one in the world in mass shootings. Mass shootings, we're number one in the world. And how do you think that plays out on the news feeds around the world, cousin? That's the first thing they wanna say about us. So, within that, cousins, I'm having one. <laughs> we need to recognize we're in a competitive position, cousins. Not in an adversarial perspective, because there are good cousins that we gotta work with people, and we have a whole planet to take care of, but we have to recognize, as mentioned by the intelligence groups, that we're being challenged by other nations in the world. Let's start working together and be better at what we do, cousins. All right, cousins, so that wraps it up for this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Don't forget, wear your mask. Please get your vaccine. A lot of cousins are doing it, but we're starting to recognize we still need to make it happen. Why? Not for you necessarily, cousins, but for everybody around you. I heard the description, you wanna take care of you, your family, your friends, and your community. Do it for all of us. Get the vaccine so we all get back to what we want. We want to have school. We want to have outdoor parties and picnics. And we want football come to fall with everybody being able to engage. Don't we? All right, you take care of yourself. See you next week on Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. We are the people. Bell, bell,